can't really sing. <laughs> yeah. la, 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 Hello and welcome to the SBNY Podcast. My name is Peter Kennedy and I am your host. The Sports Blog New York Podcast is on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, as well as Google Play. You can find it simply by searching Sports Blog New York Podcast or go to sportsblognewyork.com, click on the podcast tab, and any of those articles will lead you in the right direction. Today on The Bill, we're going to be talking a lot about the NBA Finals, of course, as we have Game 5 coming up tonight, and a pretty crazy Game 4 on Friday night. But of course, we got to talk about our boy, Aaron Judge, who is legitimately leading the AL Triple Crown race. Maybe we'll touch on some Knicks, touch on some Mets, but the basis of this podcast will be NBA Finals and the Yankees, who continue to impress, especially with their young talent. But before we do that, a word from our presenting sponsor. Wooter Apparel is the number one spot for custom uniforms and apparel. It has the lowest prices, two to, week, two to three week turnaround, every sport and any design you can imagine. Fully customizable team uniforms and apparel, Wooter Apparel empowers teams and athletes around the world by offering the best subliminated uniforms and apparel at unbeatable prices. And the best part is, use discount code SBNY for a special discount depending on your purchase. And that, again, is discount code SBNY. Say that at your purchase for a special discount. But without further ado, my man Alec Argento is in the building today. So, dude. I know he's real hyped up about our guy Aaron Judge. And let me say this. We have been First real high on him. First ones. And maybe we weren't, you know, reinventing the wheel or anything. But we were like, this guy has crazy potential with the power that we knew was going to be there. My but, guy, let's not forget, he almost didn't make the starting job in right field. Right. We were talking about this at the beginning of spring training. We were saying he was going to be a stud. We, we joked in that episode, probably, I forget if that one or a different one, how pointless MLB predictions are, right? Yep. And pretty much holding true how oh, pointless well, they are. Oh, hold on. What? I've been pretty spot on with all of my spring training predictions, like the Rockies being in first place. And That's true. Okay, so... I'll give you some credit there. Yeah. Okay. I didn't say yours are pointless. Yeah, because I'm great. That's true. <laughs> uh, but we were really high on Aaron Judge, yep. correct? We knew yep. his power. We said he could hit 30, 40 home runs by accident. Yep. And that seems to be true. But wait, not even us, who were really high on this guy, expected 340... Four average. That's the wildest part. He's going all ends of the field. He's going left field, right field, middle, up, up the middle. That's the best part is that he's going up the middle like crazy. You can't shift on someone like in the age of overuse shifts. You can't shift on him whatsoever. He can kill you wherever you go. They tried to like kill him in the uh, uh, you know low and outside when he first started this year, and then they like no, I'm just gonna go opposite field and you know take it out of the park. I'm gonna go inside. Uh, I'll just go you know pull it outside for 500 feet home run. How about? <laughs> that uh, it was the first. It was not the first. It was the fastest ever recorded home run in the Statcast era. Yesterday, Stat- the Statcast people who uh, you know record miles per hour off the bat, so uh, exit velocity. Right. He hit the fastest home run in the history also, of that of that stat. Do you see today? He also hit the hardest hit, the longest home run in Statcast history today. So yesterday he hit the hardest hit home run. Today he hit the longest home run in Statcast history. He yeah. had a 495-foot home run, 496, I'm sorry. And with all that That's power. That's an outrageous amount of yards. <laughs> and with all that power, that is unbelievably impressive. And I remember comparing him to John Carlos Stanton. I have a point about that that I'll get to in a minute. He wishes John Carlos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, well, well Mike Stanton. Mike Stanton. Mike Stanton. As we know him, formerly known <laughs> as Mike Stanton. The most impressive thing to me hasn't been the power because I kind of expected it just looking at the 6'8", 280-pound frame. Right. This man has an eye. He's been getting walked left and right, and that is so impressive 
for a guy with such power to be patient at the plate. You know what's crazy though? So like uh, we all, he, he, you know, rookie season in baseball doesn't mean a rookie season in other sports. So like, he was especially famous. since he's you know twenty six. Yeah. Well, he's twenty four. But uh, twenty five, twenty four, whatever. Well, twenty four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think he did turn twenty five. I think you're right. Yeah. But um, so he played last year, struck out like crazy, right? Every time I see him at bat, he's always in an 0-2 count, one two count to start off, and I I, I I can't help it, but I get nervous, and I'm like, oh, it's just like the old judge is going to strike out immediately. He still strikes out at a high clip, but how he works the count, even when he strikes out, is outrageous. It's never less than a five six pitch at bat. He doesn't have non quality at bats. He doesn't go oh three. Uh, you know, three strikes and three and, and three pitches like he did last year. He he's always helping the team with his at bats. People talk about his poise. That's the most important in my opinion. Actually, before I talk about this poise thing, I want to bring up my John Carlos Stanton point. I remember beginning of the year and kind of a sick brag right now. <laughs> I said that I thought watching Aaron Judge swing, his swing was better than John Carlos Stanton. It's a lot smoother. It is so much smoother, and I still see John Carlos Stanton, you know, crush home runs sometimes, and I'm like. He's just a muscle who muscles the ball out. His swing is stiff. Yep. His arms are stiff. And I watch Aaron Judge, and he's smooth. He's in control. He's poised at the plate and in the, in the press conferences. Yeah. The man kind of has it all together right now. Well, and no matter how high your expectations were for him, I don't think anybody expected no, this. Like, this is next, next level. I thought, he was gonna right hit, I thought he'd hit, like, 250. Maybe he'd crush, like, 35, 40 home runs just by accident. I never thought he'd bat about 300. What was the last time the Yankees had like a 300, 100 RBI, 30, 40 home run hitter? A-Rod? I, I was going to say probably A-Rod. But to get one out of the out of the farm system, that's the wildest part. And like people forget, I, I think I was telling my friend Paul the other day, um, he was like drafted in like the 13th round. Like well, he got, years ago. he got drafted, then well, went to college, and then the, got drafted again. Right, but he wasn't sure he was going to go to college. He, he was, it, was a big, it was a big like hullabaloo between him and his family. Uh, by the way, his family adopting him, they won the lottery. And how about the people who, like... Can you uh, expand on that story for the listeners? And uh, maybe other people in this room who might not know what you're talking about? <laughs> but the listeners? <laughs> Aaron Judge was adopted. He's, uh, I, re- I yeah, did not know that. Yeah, he's adopted. Um, What's the little backstory? He leads... Uh, he's first team all racially ambiguous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, with Blake Griffin, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, right. Yeah. They throw Clay Thompson in there, but not really. <laughs> throw, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, he might be second team, actually. I'm not sure. Yeah, Clay Thompson probably second team. <laughs> But uh, he was adopted. And how... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Don't forget about the Andersons, the, the ones who got tickets to the game. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what they are. They were, that was well, something. there's like 14 different races involved in that, in that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> How'd they get tickets to the game, Pete? I don't know. <laughs> and, oh, NBATickets.com. Oh, maybe we should, we, well, we should get free plugs. Oh, yeah. Free plugs. <laughs> Wooter Apparel on Instagram, Twitter. WooterApparel.com. Check them out. Discount code SBNY. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I just think that the the uh, the judges who adopted Aaron, um, they really lucked out in the uh, in the adoption lottery getting this guy. But yeah, he but he was like a 16th, 17th round pick or something like something. In crazy. the in the adoption lottery. Well, he was the first round pick <laughs> in the adoption lottery. Uh, <laughs> but they they got him and uh, um, and he went to college uh, because he was like ah, I don't know if I should go opt in now or not I don't know if I'm going to and he went in and he turned himself into a first round draft pick 32nd pick overall by the Yankees which they got from the Nick Swisher trade oh no I'm sorry not trade but the uh, qualifying offer for Nick Swisher so as much as the Yankee fans love Nick Swisher gift that keeps on giving the guy just keeps on giving keeps on giving and he's teaching them in spring training he's a, he's a special advisor to the Yankees now that's fantastic as a non-Yankees guy uh, I always found Nick Swisher fun no matter what he's yeah, like a fun guy wait for Clint Frazier to come up well actually I don't know if he's going to have a spot how 
can I, I know this is kind of off the uh, off the, the the schedule here. Can we talk about the fact that um, Jacoby Ellsbury just lost his job to Aaron Hicks? Yeah, I mean, we can, we can said, talk about that. It was said by Joe Girardi he's going to be the fourth outfielder when he comes back. Well, which also, by the way, he's on the concussion DL, which is a seven-day DL. He's been out for a month and a half. Did he, is, is he like like I don't know, brain dead? Basically, when, when, when they created the seven-day DL for the concussion and the new ten-day DL, they, they basically just said. Here's a DL with a, with a number on it that's pretty short, but you can just stay on it forever. Yeah. Like Mike Trout's on the 10-day DL, and he's out eight weeks. So, yeah. like, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so. I mean, smarter guys than us would probably know the difference between, like, the 60-day and the 10-day. I'm not a smart guy. No, but, like... I'm sure there's a difference. I'm sure no, there's a difference. There's, there is It's probably has something to do with, like, the 40-man, though. Eh, whatever. That's that's some nerd shit nerd. right there. Yeah, well, I agree. We don't need to talk about that. But that is wild that Aaron Hicks, who was trash last year, we traded him for a bag of bones. Who people hated. I hated him, personally. Mm-hmm. I would never have... That's the crazy thing. So, like, I, I was saying before, we weren't sure that Aaron Judge was going to get the right field spot. The guy he was competing against was Aaron Hicks. And now he won the center field spot. Unreal. Like, and he should be... He finally qualified for... Like, I don't know what the qualification is for, like, an everyday player. Uh, you need to have... It's like an average of three at-bats per, yeah. per team game played. Right. So, he just finally qualified... He's like fourth in average. Like he's he's got like ten home runs. Like this guy's killing it. Like yeah, like, for someone who was traded for our backup catcher last year, but like and, and like I even sometimes forget that he was like a top five prospect in baseball. Well, you have to remember that even when he was struggling last year, the reason why he was still getting time is because you look at him. He has the athleticism. He has the power. He has he never put it together. Switch hitter. He's a good. He's a good fielder. He has the tools. He didn't put them together. Now he's putting it together. Hey, good for Aaron Hicks. Good but for the Yankees. He's never. This is the first time in his career he's had consistent at bats. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the, the consensus there. When he gets consistent at-bats, he, he's going to play well. Speaking of consistent at-bats, there's a guy on the other side of town for the New York Mets named TJ Rivera. Local New York guy. Kind of always been overlooked. Do you have anything in his locker? Or? Was that TJ? Oh, it was TJ. That was... Marital Aid Gate. Marital Yeah, that one. <laughs> All right, so TJ Rivera has been batting more or less 300, give or take a, a few points here and there. And just can't stay on the, the MLB squad, and it's really frustrating for Mets fans because he's a guy who's when he's in the lineup, we look at him and say, "That's a guy who can get on base, get hits, hit doubles. He's not going to hit a lot of home runs." But is but there then, a spot for him? There, there should be. When you have Jose Reyes and Azubu Cabrera, Azubu Cabrera can't move around at shortstop anymore. Jose Reyes is batting one eighty, right. and TJ Rivera comes up, plays short, second, third, and hits two eighty. Like he, it feels like he should be on the squad. And he keeps getting sent up and down. It, it's so crazy, though. Like, just to, transitionally, we can talk about this. But, like, the Yankees are always reticent to... Like, they have a reputation uh, to um, bring up young kids and let them get their bats and get, get their feel for the system. Because people have money owed to them. So that, you know, in their mind, it makes them feel that they're owed a spot in the roster. That's kind of what the Mets are right now. Like, before, I'm happy to see Conforto getting at bats. I mean, he, he's he's just shooting now. He's that good. But he's point. the only one. Like yeah. you know, like there's, there's and Jabers. But but if like I I mean I, I think you and I agree this is a, a, a lost Mets season. Like there's no there's no way you can come back this. We've season. We've won four of our last five, and it still, still feels like we're so far out. Like that from the white, second wild card. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not exactly sure. So Whatever, something crazy. Like we're that, still we're still four or five games. Those NL West teams are gonna just take over that that second wild uh, those two wild card teams. Well, what, what it comes down to for the Mets now is when will Ahmed Rosario come up? Yeah. So he, it's that's really exciting. Like you know that's something. Yankees and Mets have the second and third best prospect in baseball. That's cool. I, we don't, that doesn't. How often does that happen? I can't think of another time. I really like he wasn't brought up as a 
offensive guy. He was brought up for his defense. Like he's he's a short gloved guy, and he's hitting like four hundred in the minors. He's just not getting out. In it's the crazy. Yeah, it's and, impressive. And but like that's like the Mets did this for a while with like when Matt Hardy first came with that the, the beginning of their rebuild. They they were able to tout these guys and be like these guys are like the new the next generation of our team. Let's do this. And then they started like signing the Jose Reyes and the Azdrubal Cabreras and and the Jay Bruce. It's like hey, it looked like a good fit at times. So I'm not gonna knock it. I I really I'm hard yeah, but, pressed but, but, to but knock it. T- but at the same time, like let's let's come to terms with reality. Now now the reality right. is different. At the time, I had to accept it because I thought it was smart with the balance of veterans and right, right. and uh, like a Neil Walker who's mid. Mid career, kind of towards the end, but he's glue consistent. Guy. Yeah, glue guy. Glue guy. He's a Shane Battier. Poor man's Ben Zobers, which is a Shane, bizarre thing to Shane be a Shane of the team. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, Mike hey, Miller, Chris Anderson. I'll, I'll, I'll say Shane this: and we we got to move on to uh, the NBA Finals. These guys have my podcast. Yes. Do, do we have to? Yes, we do. I don't want to though. It's so it's so bad. Um, we'll get into that. Okay. But yeah. as long as you remember that this is the SBMY podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, or Google Play. And quickly again, Wooter Apparel. Find them on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or at WooterApparel.com. Check out what they're working with. They're always bringing out fire jerseys, and not just jerseys, but anything you can imagine. Shirts, um, fully customized backpacks, the whole nine. So check them out. Give them a final and use discount code SBNY for a discount at your purchase. But okay, talk about the Yankees. Talk about Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge could be a mean power forward, by the way, in the league. <laughs> Tight end. He, yeah, he's like Zach Randolph out there, but we're more athletic. <laughs> he's like the same size as Zach Randolph, probably bigger. All right, well, the better comparison is Blake <laughs> Better comparison. For obvious reasons. That's actually... For obvious reasons. That's a great point. That's why you're here. <laughs> but let's talk about the NBA Finals. So I'll preface by saying this. I want to check in with where you're at. If you've listened to the SBMY podcast before with Alec on here talking about the Finals, you know he was in the, the boat of, I've seen this movie before. The playoffs are boring. We knew this was going to happen. I'm kind of over it. Now we're at game four has ended. Game five is tonight. Where do you land now? Have well, you changed? No, it's the same. Or thing. are you in the same spot? It's the same thing because I'm going to be woke on you right now. Um, you're going to be what? Woke. Okay, you're going to uh, get yeah, woke on me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Did I use it right? I don't know. <laughs> um, they, the NBA stood to stand like an extra like couple hundred million dollars by having that extra game. That's why they won. Like they was like everyone on that team had two fouls first quarter. That's why they won. Like, you're, you're not you're not doing this to me right now. I'm not gonna no because the you're world, not conspiracy theory guy right now. I don't now. even think it's a conspiracy. If it's true. So you're telling me you, you think, think the, you the think game was, you think Monroe, the game was fixed? Do you think Marilyn Monroe died of a heart attack or like was she like killed by the government? Yeah, that's right. I actually think she's still alive. So how about oh, okay. that? Well, two, like Tupac. Yeah, that Tupac guy. There's a movie coming out about that. <laughs> but wait, like, don't no, I, I do you sincerely feel sincerely, that the NBA truly, fixed the game? Come on, that game. No, that game. It's it, it's the only league that you can truly like. The the league can have a direct involvement. That's that on no. I will not take that. It's unbelievable. The Cavs outplayed them from start to finish. They won by 20, 20 some odd points. It's do how you, can you, you say that a game like that was fixed? All right, because. Do you think that it changed anything? Do you think the Warriors weren't good enough to beat them that night? They, well, yeah. If you look at nah, some were, of the it's performances. The it's the same team. That, that team. Yeah, no, no shit, it's the same team. Doesn't language, mean they were going to play language, language. at uh, the same level. No, it does. 
That team, that, that, that was all about... And everyone was talking about it before the game. Was saying, wow, the NBA... It would be crazy if the NBA lost this like $200 million by not having this game going on. And that's the only reason I knew that that even existed. Because I, I didn't even put two and two together. I mean, it's just obvious, but okay. Okay, well, I'm stupid, so... You know. <laughs> um, I really can't believe that you're coming no, out here I hate, as NBA's I, fixed I love the Knicks. I hate the NBA. I, I think it's the stupidest run organization in the, in, in the world. It's so dumb. It pisses me off to no end. It's such a crappy product, and I say this nonstop, it, it, it aggravates me, it genuinely infuriates me, that people watch this, people get excited for this, this crappy freaking product that gets thrown out there for the finals. How many games have you watched of the NBA all, Finals? All five of them. All so four. four. All four. There's only been four so far. So three, uh, three and one, right? Yeah. yeah. So four games. And you think that it's all been bad basketball, just horrible, yeah. horrible product. Horrible. It's been blowouts. All four games. Uh, well, the not, one not game sure. wasn't the a game three wasn't a blowout, yeah. But, but at the same time, like... The Warriors never were really out of control. In that game? Yeah. They, they were losing by, by eight points three, with three minutes Yeah, left. but then but then they do what the Warriors do. Like, it's not like... That's not... But there's a difference between... No, no, wait, no. I need to no, go right now. If the Knicks were down by eight points, that, they're out of control. Like, that, that game's over. So Warriors, like... Because yeah, you're talking about the third worst team in the league. But, I'm, but like, that's what I'm saying, though, is that, is that the Warriors are always in control when they want to be. I'm sure they they could disagree with you, with you there with bringing up last year's finals. But I, this is no, my whole thing. No, 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 Wait, no, 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 no. I hate that argument. That that argument infuriates me because like everyone's saying, oh, this isn't the same as last year. They it's came not back three one. Draymond doesn't get suspended this this one. They don't have Kevin Durant last one. They would have won. They should have won last year. They would have won. I, I know. If Draymond didn't get suspended. Or if Harrison Barnes hit like a shot. Yeah, that, but that, that, that's that, not my that, point. That's not okay. my point. Right. People are getting so upset about the NBA, and like I, I don't think you're in the majority here, but you're in a place where your opinion is definitely shared. There's definitely people out there who feel the same way you do. Um, and I, I think it's mostly uh, crazy people who feel yeah, the same way. Yeah, and Tower can talk about that with his two people who listen to him. <laughs> okay. Oh well. Anyway, I'm gonna just gloss over that comment. But people act like this season has been going on forever. Like, people act like this one season where the Warriors and the Cavs were the two best teams by far has been true for the past ten years. Like, the Warriors have became a true contender three seasons ago, including this one. The LeBron has been a dynasty in and of himself for seven years in a row. Yeah, which is shitty in and of itself. I mean, what is it's like not though. So, what is it? I don't even like finals? LeBron, but you make me you, you make you me back him so love, much. What was like seven of the last eight finals he was in? He was in the last seven, like literally, Which literally is the last seven. Shitty. How is that? That is unbelievable that oh you can say. Oh my god, because he's shitty in and of himself. He sucks. He's the worst. Just because he's, he's the a, least likable player to ever root for in sports. Just because he's a petty individual doesn't mean you can't appreciate his on the court product. Very he's just, like I, I hate him. I really wish the worst for him in like his professional career. That's fine, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy watching him play basketball no, no, and no, no, seeing no, 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 him no, no, lose. Definitely does. Then you should like this. Why uh, don't you no, like no, this? No, then? In fairness, I did text you the other day. I was saying. Because I hate LeBron so much, I, I think that I hate him as much as I love the Knicks. Maybe I may hate him a little bit more. I could watch him lose in the finals for the rest of eternity and just get off on it every time. Like it just makes me go nuts. I love it. I think that comes down to you having more problems than I hate him. The NBA having more problems. I just want to remind people because everyone freaks out now about this whole super team thing. Losing his player in final sister. That not true, Jerry West. Um, Give me one more year. <laughs> that's fair. People just assume that this is going to continue for the next four years. There are so many factors that are going to come into it this offseason and next offseason and the one after that where these teams I, can be completely different. 
There's a, I honestly believe there's a legitimate chance LeBron can leave Cleveland again. Uh, he will. And I've told no, you. No, 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 no. I've told you this before. I think that's a, I think that's a, I think it's a foregone conclusion because all he's doing is he made this shitty team. He's gonna leave. Uh, he's gonna leave. Um, there's just this devastation in its wake because oh well, we can't have Andrew Wiggins. We want Kevin Love because he's what we want. Now Andrew Wiggins is gonna probably end up being a superstar in the NBA. Give him two, three more years. Maybe he goes to a good team. And you could have had him and developed him, but no, you wanted Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson to get paid, and yeah. you left this team in shambles, like you left it the first time, and then you left the Heat in shambles. Well, the first time definitely wasn't his fault. Okay, but but this time you definitely more blame on him this time. I'll say that. I I I, I can't imagine like he he is the coach. He is the he is he's a player coach and GM on that team. You can say that all you want, but apparently the G, the GM and LeBron don't really even talk. No, exactly. So. Yet yet. yet Tristan Thompson got paid. Yet that's because they have the same agent. They have the same agent. Yet Iman Chumper got paid. Yet all these people are back. I agree. And and if you listen to my episode that I did solo after game three, which I'm sure you didn't, I brought up the point about Tristan Thompson and how I've always kind of hated on Tristan Thompson because I thought he was overrated because he has absolutely no offensive skill set. All he can do is dunk and rebound. He's not even that great of a defender. DeAndre Jordan made made a career off that. Yeah, except DeAndre Jordan is an elite rim protector. Tristan Thompson is not uh, and I, I get frustrated because I'm like Tristan Thompson is not that good he shouldn't get that much money but then I think he serves a role on the Cavs it's like he plays a specific role that no one else wants to even play so hey maybe well, in that situation is it overpaid he gets deserved is that what it is him and when he starts well, but, okay, but is it yeah. overpaid starting center yes is that what his role is overpaid starting center who should be good at rebounding who hasn't been anyway no, no he gets out, out, out rebounded by a point guard by like six times what he, what he rebounded so I, I don't want to talk about this whole NBA is crap or NBA is great Bro, thing. honestly, like, like every, all I listen to is I, – I love listening to sports radio. You know that. As do I. All I, I all, so, like, we're in New York right now. I, I love New York sports radio because we have, like, the Northeast, Boston, New York, Philadelphia. We have, we have fans who care, right? So we get to listen to our sports teams get spoken about. All I'm hearing about is the stupid fucking finals. I'm sorry for the language. Whoa! I'm sorry. It's okay. And – what are you talking... Like, it's the same... Th- like, there's no news to talk about on this finals. It's the most boring finals I've ever watched in my life. But that's part it's of... It's the most boring championship series or, or championship game I've ever seen in, in any sport. Like... But I think... Uh, maybe, hear me maybe, out. Maybe, hear me maybe, out. Maybe the, maybe, Can yeah, you hear me out for a second? What? Hear me out. Yeah, we're talking in circles here. No, this is part of my point, and I think you're going to appreciate it because I'm going to... Kind of defend you by telling me why you feel this way a little bit. A little bit. I, Please tell me what Just hear me out. Just hear me out. Part of the reason why you get so frustrated with all of this is because all the media that you're talking about talks about non-game related topics. They talk because about... Because there's nothing to talk about in the game because it's been horrible games. But, like, for example, there's plenty of people who you can bring up and break down, like, the other X-Factors on the teams. You can talk about the actual, uh, you know offense of the Warriors and how they run, how they play the game, or the Cavs on how they don't run as much of an offense. They do a lot of pick and roll and iso ball and talk about J.R. Smith and talk about, uh, you know, Sean Livingston making an impact on the team. Or how let's these, stop talking that, like this matters. Let's look, let's stop talking. Cause we, but wait, you, you can't say that because no, you don't, does. You don't no, 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 no. Everyone's going to no. look at this Warriors team with an asterisk going forward and everyone's going to look at LeBron and say, uh, he's he like, oh, well, he lost and he's got a tarnished reputation. I absolutely yeah. disagree because there's plenty of people out there who still think LeBron's better than Jordan already and there's plenty of people out there who already forgave. Who, first who of all, already, first stop of all, cutting me who, off. Stop sorry, cutting me off. Sorry. They already, people already... Uh, gave Kevin Durant 
the like they already said I don't care that you which left. is retarded. Uh, in the eye of the beholder, whatever. I'm just saying that there are people out there who completely disagree with you, and they believe that Kevin Durant's fine for leaving Oklahoma City to go to Golden State. There's people who already think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, and there's people who think this Warriors team is the best team of all time. So, just because you feel this way, and I understand that, doesn't mean that there's everybody who feels that way. This is a polarizing NBA Finals. I could actually completely disagree with you because this NBA Finals is polarizing because people hate the Warriors, or they hate, hate LeBron, both no, or no. they hate both, or well, they love everyone hates both. Like, like I, but not everybody hates both. People love the Warriors, and people love LeBron James. People, Young people I, love Steph Curry, love Kevin Durant. Like, you can't just say, oh, everybody hates this, everybody hates I don't that. Think everyone it's not hates true. It. I don't think everyone hates it, but I, I think there's a lot of people who, like, in any sport... Then why is ev- why is every station well, talking about because, it? Because, because that's they what, want that I'm talking about. That's because what because people want to hear because, about. No, because, because nobody wants to listen to baseball. Exactly, no, because no one cares about baseball because, because season right now. Because it's, it's, there's too many games. Like, what are you going to talk about? Like, there's not a lot to talk about day to day. When there's a big story that comes out, it's different. This finals... Look, you look at the last two... This major, finals is a big story. Look, look at the last two major... Um, uh, championships. You had the, uh, the the NFL and the MLB, right? Yes. MLB went to Game Seven overtime, uh, extra innings uh, against two teams with the longest droughts in history for championships. The NFL had a, had a comeback win. What was it twenty eight to three? Yes. In, in, at halftime, those are stories. Okay, that's exciting to watch. So as much as you can, especially because. In, in the NFL, you hated one team. Everyone hates the Patriots the most, but unless you're outside of Boston, let's be real here. Um, and it, you don't think that's actual? I, I think I think they're. I think you're overlooking the fan out there who likes great teams, who just likes greatness. So stupid people. Sure, it, you it, can it, call them that, but they exist. They team. exist. That this is the difference between me and you. I I, I acknowledge their existence. That people appreciate I, these I, great I, teams. I, I understand they exist, but they're stupid, and I, I don't respect their opinion. Well, I mean, you have to acknowledge their existence, and I'm not discounting. I think that's step one of realizing what this NBA final stands for is that greatness sells. They don't talk about uh, the Yankees on national radio right now, even though they're a phenomenal story. The Yankees—that's inaccurate. On on national radio, they're talking about the Yankees a lot. What what national radio? The Aaron Judge gets a little bit of shout out. He gets a lot of shout out. If you listen to Mike and Mike, he'll get like three minutes, maybe. What are they talking about? about The the subway hot takes. Talking about the subway hot takes. The flow from (laughs) progressive. I want to hear. Do not come at me with Mike and Mike right now. That is the pulse of national radio, though. Okay, relax. (laughs) You're using your New York centric. Bias right now. Well, if you're listening, people in the rest of the country don't. If you're listening to Mike and Mike and then getting your opinions from them, then you're an idiot. Too. I'm not getting my opinions you, from them. No, I'm not getting you, not you. But if, if if there are people out there who that's where they get their their information from the sports world out of, they're stupid too. <laughs> I mean, they have. I think they have good guests on there, and that's the one thing you can give them is that they have high quality guests on there. So that I can appreciate. But I understand what you're saying because they're kind of the bland sports show. Oh right? my god, they're so vanilla. But. At the same time, they broadcast to the entire nation. They have to be hitting the points that are big. I'm not discrediting what they do because what they're doing is, is good because that's the business model. They, they need to have those type of people in the league. And in the league, I'm sorry, in the, in the world. Um, because that hits the points. Like, you know, if you listen to, I don't know, Han um, and Humpty. Yes. You're like, they're not going to hit the points for people in Mississippi. No. Nobody in Mississippi would ever give a crap about what Han, Han and Humpty have to talk about at all. No. So... But at the same time, what Han and Humpty are doing is significantly better than what uh, what, what Mike and Mike do, or um, I don't know, Colin Coward does, or anything. Like that. They're trash, and they're just hitting broad strokes. It's like if you watch the Big Bang Theory, it's just you know lowest common denominator watching that show. You know, it's that's that's that type of person. And yet, what is it? 
Yeah, because there's dumb people in the world. There's a lot more it's dumb people in the world. It's the number one comedy in the world. No, there's a lot more dumb people than there are smart people. I don't disagree with that statement. Yeah, I don't disagree with that statement. I'm, I'm making a lot of enemies on this pod right now with the people who are listening. There's definitely a lot of, like, you know. I'm just saying. Here, guys. <laughs> I understand your your side. I understand your frustration. And I said this on the pod last week when I was going solo. How I get how people hate Kevin Durant right now. I get how people are frustrated with the Warriors. I get why people don't like LeBron. I have... I. Even though you will not accept this, I am not a LeBron like fan. I'm a LeBron appreciator. I don't care if he wins or loses. I appreciate having him in the league. Because I know, looking forward, in 10 years, when he's retired, we're going to say, damn, I wish like LeBron is, when LeBron was around, he was electric. That guy ran the league. He was the best player in the league for 10, 10 years you know in a row. The difference is I just realized you, you look for the talent, I look for the person. That's exactly what it is. I I can't I I will automatically if I see someone like LeBron who's such an idiot. He's petty. He's so he's such a jerk and like I hate him so much. Like I wish bad things to happen to him for his professional career. Um, <laughs> you're like oh well he's really good. Like yeah I know he's good but like he's such an asshole. Like, like I, I just think him. there has you have to be able to separate I hatred I, I and, do it. and do watching it. a game. That's the New Yorker in me. See that's the whole thing. Is like you're a national guy. I'm a New Yorker kind of guy. I, I I live and die by my rivalries and my and my my pettiness. That's just who I am. That's sports for me. That's the best part of sports to me is that I can hate someone who I don't know for no reason. Like that that I love about sports. I love that I hate LeBron so much. Like it's my. I told you. Like I said it before on the pod. Um, I would be just as happy if LeBron kept losing in the finals as I would if the Knicks won the finals. Just as happy. My probably more happy. Because I hate LeBron so much. Do you remember what I texted you to that? Take that back. Please take that yeah, back. Yeah, no, I can't take it back. If no. the Knicks won a finals? Are you serious? I just hate him. I hate LeBron. Do you know so where much. I would end up if the Knicks won a finals? I don't know. Probably like a park bench in like Central Park. Or I'd be somewhere in Manhattan. I'd be <laughs> under a bench. I'd be like in an alleyway. I'd be snuggling with a hobo <laughs> with, a, with a bottle of something in my... I don't even know. If the Knicks won a finals. I, I wouldn't know how to handle that. I really wouldn't. But I love your passion, and that's what we bring on the Sports Blog New York podcast. So you're here with the passion for the New York side. I'm here with, you know, reminding people that there's a place outside of New York. And I'm sorry, is this, is this a Sports Blog National podcast? <laughs> the Sports Blog. My, my bad. The Sports Blog New National podcast. Is this the Sports Blog uh, Lowest Common Denominator podcast, or is this the Sports Blog, hey, we appreciate people who like sports over here podcast? I appreciate people who like sports p- podcast people. That's where that's where we're that's, at. That's the north. That, that's the northeast. Oh, what's that? Northeast, bi- northeast bias that they always talk about on like sports uh, coverage. Absolutely, it's a, it's a true thing. It's because we care. It's a true thing. It's because we care more than people outside of uh, the northeast. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're not located in the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Move little here. PA or Connecticut, I don't care how you look at the tri-state area. Uh, let me know. Hit us up on Twitter at SwarpleYMC or at me at P underscore Kennedy81 or at Alec. No, I'm is... private now. I got into a whole shebang shebang on, uh, on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> so don't hit up Alec. Hit up me. Hit yeah, up SwarpleYMC. <laughs> and tell us how you feel because I love to hear the outside perspective. I think it uh, is actually good for New York fans to understand there's a life outside of here sometimes. Nah. You know? It's good. It's good. Nah. It makes you appreciate what we have here. Yeah, we have Aaron Judge. It makes, it makes you appreciate it. We have Aaron Judge. We have Odell Beckham Jr. We got we got things going on here. I don't need to focus on LeBron and him just you know being an idiot. Um, I mean, unfortunately, you know this is just all time NBA uh, so chatter sad. that's going to go on for the rest of our lives of one yeah, of the I best teams of all time and one of the, of the best players so, of all time. So this was something I, like most people know. I I didn't get into basketball. I chose the Knicks, right? I right. chose the Knicks when I was in high school. 
It was not a basketball I mean, fan you, because you chose them, but you, you're a New Yorker, so it makes sense. Well, I, just, I just mean like I didn't like basketball. Nobody in my family listened to watch basketball growing up. I, I'm the only one in my family who watches basketball, right? Uh, because we all felt that it was just like this boring, drama-driven um, league where it's not really about you know best teams; it's more so about the drama. And I think that I, I actually think that's still true, whether I'm saying it or not. Um, I think the NBA has done a great job of capitalizing on the drama of the league. The biggest stars in sport are in the NBA. I I feel very confidently saying that. The most famous... I guess so, but I, I, but I think it's a difference because I think that it, it all comes back to what where they, the athletes can make their money. So, like, baseball, you make a lot bigger of a salary than you will in the NBA. So you and there's no, there's no true cap. Exactly. So you don't need to worry about doing promotions and, and endorsements and having a shoe deal. I know, I know you're saying you don't have to worry about it, but let's also be let's be real here and say that a large majority of baseball players don't have near the opportunities that NBA players. Would even I don't have. think that's fair. I think if you look at it, if you look at it relatively speaking, like you look at the top to top, right? You look like LeBron James versus like all right, who's the top? I think Clint Bryce Kirk? Harper. I don't. He's not top eight yet, but I think. Oh, t- salary wise, I think Clint Kershaw is the top player. Okay, Clint Kershaw. I thought you were talking so, about just like Clint in general. Kershaw's making so much more money than LeBron James is. Clint Kershaw, I don't know. On salary, is. yeah, but no, in general. Because of his salary, his salary is is like is is, is like I, I I'm definitely fact checking. Maybe LeBron James is a bad example because he's like you know. There there's a list that came out uh, via ESPN that was the hundred most famous athletes in the world. That doesn't get but top but like but like there was no football players on there at all. There was like, not one MLB player. Yeah, not one that, a, that was NHL a bad list. Player. I refused to. I, I saw that list. Not a bad. I saw list. that list and it was just ridiculous. Was, I think Tom Brady was like the like the. 20th and he was like the best NFL player. Do you do you know what it's based off of? Did you look at the criteria? Or did no, you just look at the list all, and be was, like, oh, screw this. There's a lot of soccer players. These people disagree with me, so they're wrong. No, I just didn't care. That's what you did. No, I just didn't Don't care. Lie. Don't call me out. I just didn't care. I'm calling you out because you're lying. my life. I have a job. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I don't I don't I don't pay the $30 a month to have the insider on on ESPN. Does anybody? Uh, some idiot. Somebody does, I guess. You know, there's I actually a lot of hate today. There's, I, which is weird because the Yankees have been like, out, like it scored like fifty runs more than the opponents in the past six games. But that's not a story, apparently. No, no, according no. to I care. According to new media, I can't. I can't wait till. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be this year, maybe two years from now. But I can't wait to go back to the Canyon of Heroes, like I did with the Yankees parades and the Giants parades. Can't wait. Best best times of my life uh, down the Canyon Heroes with those friends. Friend of the podcast, friend of yours, uh, Mike Palmasano. Oh, Mutz. Yeah, Mutz. Oh, Mutz. When he came on the preview podcast, which we, we do know that previews for MLB mean nothing, but he, he jokingly, but he very also seriously said, I already took a day off in October for the for the parade. I'm prepared. He goes, we're, we're going in. He's the, and he's the only guy who consistently was saying before the – Season started, they're going to win uh, close to 90 games. What did I tell you? I'm he not said 88. Cha- I'm not changing my expectations until the 20 game's over. Those, the Red Sox are still right in the thick of things and have a better team on paper. I don't disagree with you, but I think we're reaching the point where you might have to change a little bit. All-star break, or uh, if, if we're up by like five, six games of all-star break, or we're up by 20, if we're 20 games over 500... That's what I'm changing my expectations. If I was the Astros right now, what are they, 26 games over 500? Yeah, my expectations have changed. We're not there yet. Okay, I understand that. And also, by the way, I just pulled it up. Um, that list that I was talking about, the 100 most famous athletes, a lot of the monetary stuff that they is base it off of is off of endorsements. And like basketball players yeah. just make a whole lot more than baseball players. It's not even close. Uh, yeah, well, just yeah well, in general. But, I mean, they're stop, but they don't need to do it because they can get 10-year guaranteed contracts Bryce Harper's gonna make four hundred million dollars minimum. I saw a scout say that there was that was 
easy money. He's probably going to make ten times that. Like, Well, speaking of money, how about a word from our presenting sponsor? Oh, please. Wooter Apparel, number one stop shop for custom uniforms and apparel. Wooter Apparel empowers teams and athletes around the world by offering the best eliminated uniforms and apparel at unbeatable prices. Don't forget to use the discount code SBNY at your purchase for a special discount, depending on how much you get, more or less. And I speak from experience. This is my third year in a row using Wooter Apparel jerseys for my uh, basketball rec league. I went all out this time around. Fully customized. They did the weirdest thing ever. The name of my team is the Banana Hammocks, and I'm not joking. <laughs> it's a bizarre team name. I love it. It's hilarious. People look at us weird, and I like that. And they went full throttle with going with every design that we wanted. We gave them a mock-up, and they delivered exactly what we wanted. So go to sportsbloggingnewyork.com, podcast tab, click on the, art- the article for this podcast, and I will be posting some pictures of our jerseys and some of the other stuff Wooter works on. But don't forget, SBNY discount code. All right, Alec. We're about 35 minutes right now, and I hear your frustration with the NBA, and I want to say you're not alone, and you know that. You know you're not alone. We've got to, we got to work on remembering there's other people too, and I think we're, we're, we're there. I just know that you don't, oh, you you don't give a hell about Oh, you want me to fake my opinion? No, no, no. People. I okay. want you to say your opinion. You want me to be a Colin Coward. I want you to say your opinion, and then I want you to also say... Uh, obviously, you believe your opinion, but you want. I want you to no, know, know that those know. other people are there. You just got to know that Not they're there. Oh, oh, I have to. Okay, well, yeah. Well, there's other people in the world who are dumb or yeah. smart. Oh, that that no, depends. No, 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 first one, the the, the former. Okay. Well, I, what I do want to talk about now is the next game coming up. So you made your point a little bit before about how the game five will give two hundred thousand, whatever million dollars. Whatever the hell it was, I don't know. Some big number to the NBA for having another game. And God forbid they have a sixth and a seventh, it'd be more and more and more. Do you think the game the series ends in five? Do you think the Warriors win in five? My gut says yes, but my head says no because of the money. I know you think I'm crazy. Like, I do. I think I you're crazy you and I absolutely think you're right. I, I but like I'm not a conspiracy guy, but like when things make too much sense it stops becoming conspiracy and it's just like, oh, okay, that, that's just you know, oh yeah, of course. That's what I. Th- that's that's the point I'm at right now. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. That just makes a lot of sense. The, the NBA finals, like, there's been like two game sevens of that, and like, okay, well, then this has been a really crappy finals for revenue because nobody's they're not getting extra games to advertise and attendance sales and stuff like that. It makes a lot of sense for the NBA, who has a direct impact on the refs and stuff like that, to be like, okay, well, we can make this game go into an extra one. So now I have another question. Especially because, especially because. I don't mean to cut you off, but you watch the Cavs play against the Warriors for the first three games. They could not keep up. You watch that last game. They were outpacing the Warriors. Warriors can't get outpaced. It just doesn't happen. That hasn't happened all year. It literally that, happened on Friday. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That game. So you, yeah. like, what do you think? The Warriors weren't trying? Like, you think the Warriors were like, hey, no, 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 we I really think, need to get the NBA some extra bucks. Like, I don't well, think no. the Warriors were trying. I think the refs were influencing it, but everyone was getting into foul trouble quick. Um, I, I, I just I think I think that it's something you can control. The foul game, the refs are the most have the biggest direct influence on probably of any sport in basketball and any, you know than anything else. The shots people play for fouls. You're, I'd say like probably fifty percent of your shots are played for fouls. That's a little high, but okay. I don't know something. Yeah, you, you I, get, hear you. You get I, I hear you. I hear you. You get what I'm saying. 
I mean, I still disagree with you, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, because you're not woke like your boy. I ain't woke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I originally said that the Warriors were going to win one, two, after game three when they won. My prediction was, actually, sorry, after game two when they won, one and two, I had this feeling they were going to win game three and then the Cavs won't get swept. And I retracted that and after game three, I was like, Warriors going to win in four. So I was wrong. I should have stuck to my guns there. But you know, you like callers, right? And I'm, well, I'm a big caller guy. Callers in, on talk radio. They sometimes rub me the wrong way, but more or less, they 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 bring a great aspect. Because you show. think you're smarter and better. Yes, that is true. But I also imagine a world where I have a radio show where I would love to appreciate callers and have them on and this and that. You don't understand how many callers I heard today. I listened to the radio for probably sick brag. Probably four hours today. Sick brag. Yeah, sick brag. That's like the coolest brag. I listened to sports talk Whoa. radio for four hours. You have no idea how many callers I listened to right. today. But no, but of those callers, the point is. You don't understand how many people truly believe the Cavs can win this series. Yeah, but that's that's the product of the NBA. That's what the NBA relies upon. Those stupid people. That's who cares about this final trail. So do you do you like the colors? Or you don't I like don't the know. colors. I think and uh, hot, t- hot take right now. <laughs> okay, hot take. I think NBA fans are the dumbest of all the sports leagues. I really do, and that's saying something because NFL fans are like. The, like, there's some just bad ones out there. I don't think you have to be that smart to be an NFL fan, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's not much... Well, there's not a lot of analytics when it comes to NBA. NBA is a flash of drama league. There's, analytics are getting more and more, but yeah. But but that's not what the fans go to. Like, all right, baseball is a analytics, statistical-driven sport. You can oh, be a true know. fan of the MLB and not really watch games. The MLB is the only sport where you can be, like, a nerd and really be into... You know, like, nerds... I think you're underestimating how many NBA nerds are out there nowadays. Me included. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like that's not... I, I, maybe I am. I think you're really underestimating it, obviously. Maybe, but I, I don't think that that's what, really what they, they, they rely upon. It's like, they really go... They're not the majority. You're right. No, they go they go for the glitz, the glam, and the drama. That's what they... They want the highlight real plays, because that's the only sport that you can get a lot of. You can get multiple and like kind of farm those plays. Right. All those highlights per game. Like, think about Instagram. Right. Instagram breeds sure. uh, NBA highlights. I don't know, maybe it's just like... I yeah, know, obviously, no, no, I, I follow. Yeah, yeah. Like, I follow more types of basketball accounts, but even the big ones, like the Bleacher Reports, who have a lot of problems for the for regular people, um, sports centers of the world, you the mean NBA. Google Eyes Report. Yeah, Google Eyes Report. Uh, they they love the NBA highlights, and people really do grow appreciations for great, players. It's a great highlight. Like, how do you think? Like, Russell, Russell Westbrook became this extraordinary creature. I don't even want to call him a human because he's unhuman sometimes. Of through Instagram highlights of him just being a freak of athlete, re- offensive rebounds, dunking on people, running around the court for the whole game like crazy man. He grew such a huge fan base through the Instagram, through those videos, through these things I'm talking about. So I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if I would. All right, Instagram specifically, or you're just saying social media? Social media. Or, okay. Yeah, so right. Instagram kind of just stands out video wise for me, but yeah. I agree. I, I, I think I think the NBA is very driven by. Highlights and drama. I, I think they can I think it's smart of the NBA to do that. They realize, listen, it's a business. You know, it's not. They're not there to. They're not there to see teams succeed. They're there to make money. That's what's making the league money. It's working. And it's money. making these outlets money as well. It's, it's and it's work. It's working to a T. There's very. How many highlights happen in the baseball game? Well, I mean, I'm a baseball a nerd, handful. But I'm a baseball nerd. But like, nobody really gives a crap about web gems. Like, I like to see a nice like shortstop. Snag up the middle and like you know throw from the knees to first base. The casual fan could not care less about that. 
They like to see they're, they're not going to tune in in hopes of seeing a play like that. They're but they'll see, tune in to see yeah, exactly. Russell Westbrook in hopes of him dunking on someone's head. Exactly. They like to see home runs, and that's really the only ca- play that a, ca- a casual fan cares about in baseball. Right. Maybe strikeouts. Or yeah, if, if, like, Kershaw's on the mound, then he's electric. Like, or, like, a crazy, like, strikeout with, like, the slider, and, like, if it just starts up top, and it was the dirt, something like that. People like that. People, I, I love it. But. And in the era of the world right now, social media, I, unfortunately, it seems like that can only get more polarizing in the sense for the NBA versus the MLB. That's what I think is a worry for MLB, you know, true fans like yourself. I know we argue MLB, NBA a lot. Obviously, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you know what side we're a bull on here. But I think that's part of the problem is that the NBA has this uh, social media driven that the MLB doesn't really have as much. No, I agree. And that's, well, I mean, the MLB is a different story because the MLB is very reluctant to involve, like, they don't, they won't allow you to put highlights on the internet. Like they, they're very, a handful they put on. They're such a stickler for that kind of stuff, which kind of, in my opinion, ruins it. I think it's, I think it's pointless. You need to catch up. You need to call a space. Well, I, I mean, like, you know, like there's always those old school baseball guys that Ugh. are like the worst. Old school baseball guys. I the hate worst. them, and it's like that. You gotta allow that kind of stuff. like that. You have to allow the league to like. It's they're so like uppity and like um, like I don't know like looking down on the rest of the league and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, but like. You should embrace that kind of stuff. I, I'd love to see some more highlights. How often do I get to see something that happens in a Mariners game like that's like a dope play? Like Mitch Hanniger, for example. He just got off the DL. Like just, he's just the first person to kill him. He's, he's a rookie. Uh, up until he got hurt a couple weeks ago, he was like the he was better than Judge for rookie of the year. Everyone kept talking about him. I don't know anything about Mitch Hanniger. Like, I don't even all, know what he looks like. At all. I don't know what he looks like. I've heard his name once. <laughs> I don't even know what position he plays. But I know the name. I know he's like he was really good. And he was like, you know, better than Judge until he got hurt. Excuse me. You're blowing it right now. I'm sorry. You're, you okay over there? You're, no, you're I, choking I, on something? I was drinking all day. <laughs> I was oh, sick brag. Wow. Yeah, by myself uh, in my room. <laughs> Lights off. <laughs> Crying. Lines closed. <laughs> Crying, yes. <laughs> Talking about my dad. He doesn't love me. Uh, <laughs> but um, they, 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 they don't try to advertise themselves, which is a, a bad issue because they, I feel like there's a comfort level. Where they just liked it, like all right, we got the we got the local towns. Remember, you you brought up to me revenue once, and the MLB crushes the NBA in revenue. Well, do we ever talk about that on the pod? No, we have not. Uh, but I'll I'll bring it up real quick. But I don't want to go too deep in it. I'll just up bring it. I'll just bring it up. Up to you. Just, you know, just let them know. Right, sure. Basically, the MLB more than doubles the NBA in revenue, um, but large in part is because of how many games they have. Basically, the seasons are shorter. Uh, in the what? game wise, game wise, it's not. But like the NBA is like eight months a year. Yes, which is another thing that works as a positive for the NBA. I would say it's a detriment, actually, because I hate that I have to wait six days in between games in the finals. Retarded. I mean, it works out for ratings, but yeah, that's what it, that's what. It well, comes as long as they don't sweep. Weird that they didn't sweep, right? Oh, stop! Crazy, that. right? Stop that <laughs> conspiracy guy. I think I think you. Feel, I feel like you think I'm kidding. Like I'm 100. percent Oh, I know you're serious. I'm so certain of the fact that that happened, and, and I don't even think it's like a conspiracy. Like, I'm, I'm just certain. That, oh yeah, of course. But yeah. I'm I'm just not getting worked up about it because it's absolutely ridiculous that um, the game was fixed. I, don't I just don't. I, don't I just get, don't accept don't that. It's not up, true. <laughs> I don't get worked up about things that I hate. Like I hate the NBA. So. Okay. Well, hold on. Let's um, keep bringing it up. Let's um, take a step back for a second. This is the SBNY Podcast. I'm Peter Kennedy here with Alex Argento. So, if you like what you've been hearing, don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Apple uh, Podcast app, iTunes, Google Play, the whole nine. Because, uh, you know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like, rate, review. 
I had a uh, brain fart there. I'm gonna take over the pod. It's my pod now. But let's Before talk. Our podcast with Alex Rotundo. Let's talk for like let's talk for like five more minutes because I think it's just a little fun. Even though this finals drama is going on and uh, love it or hate it, the NBA draft is like a couple weeks away. And that, they, that is super stoked. And the Knicks have a pick in the top ten. Granted, it's not seven, and it's not like five. It's eight. It's eight. I'll take eight. I'll take it. We're getting Dennis Smith. You can, you can lock that up. So you're locking up Dennis I'm Smith on the Knicks? Up. I think he's falling. I think I think there's going to be two small forwards that go in the uh, – or two forwards that go in, uh, earlier than the Knicks. And that's going to push Dennis Smith down to us. He has a high ceiling, low floor, and I think we're going to – Low floor or high floor? I think he's got a lower floor, and I think he's a higher ceiling. Okay. He's a high risk, high reward. He, didn't really shoot. he was up and down in college. I mean, he'd throw up a 30-point game, and then he'd throw up a 5-point game. Yeah, he showed up against the biggest teams. Though. He, he single-handedly yeah, beat like Duke. Yeah, it like Duke game. Yeah, like, exactly. Right? But what I want to bring up to you, because, you know, there's a lot of speculation about number Frank, 8. I Frank, by the way. I've been, I'm selling myself against Frank. But also, if they draft him, I'll, I'll love him forever. But sounds, that's, That sounds fair. I like, I like where your head's at there. But not, not talking about 8. I want to get off 8 for a second. Because, you know, we, we've talked about Dennis Smith. We've talked about Frank and, Mom, and Monk and how we're not going to get Darren Fox, even though we love him. I want to talk about a different opportunity. Okay. So there's been rumors Rubio? that... Rubio? No, I'm not bringing that up right It's now. Ricky's team. It's, it could be Ricky's team, but maybe not. I want to talk about the Portland Trailblazers. They have three first-round picks, 15, 20, and 25. They get up. And they have a lot of shitty contracts where they're paying average at-best players $15,000 a year. $15 million a year. I, I Mo Harkless, Alan Crabb, okay. uh, Evan Alan Turner. Alan Crabb's getting paid? Oh, Alan Crabb's getting paid. <laughs> Alan, yeah. Alan Crabb's getting paid like sixteen no million idea. a year. Wow! Yeah, um, you know. Wait, wait real quick. Team. Quick aside. Quick aside. The Nets get a lot of crap, obviously, deservingly so. They have no, they have but you know, you know who the Nets are? They're the restricted free agent spoilers. They take your restricted free agent. Though, yeah. They're like, yo, Alan Crabb will pay you twenty mil max, and oh, Portland's wow. like, damn it, we gotta match it, and they end up paying them so much. But whatever. That's just I love funny. That. It's so funny. It's Brooklyn, right? Nets have a first round pick too in the twenties. Would they trade for him? Would they trade Plumlee for him? Eh, yeah, I like Plumlee. Yeah, you know Plumleys are fine. Marshall Plumlee on Instagram is a pretty good follow actually. It's kind of funny. But anyway, so the the Knicks are looking to get a guy like Mo Harkless, who the Knicks can afford his contract and grab one of these picks, whether it be twenty or twenty five. Do we need more role players? I don't think we need more role players. We need athletes. We need. He's an athlete. He's a good defender too. We don't have any defenders, so that's why it wouldn't be that bad. Fair enough. But then we end up with this pick. In the 20s, right? Whether it be 20 or 25, it kind of changes things. There's a few point guards who actually linger in that 20 range. Uh, one guy who I really like from Oklahoma State is Jawoon Evans. He's projected to go anywhere from 20 to 30, 20 to 35. If they end up making this trade and getting another first-round pick, I think it could make a shift in where they go with the eighth pick. So everybody's saying point guard, point guard, point guard. If the point guard, forward? the point guard who's not the point guard they like is not there at eight, but they already acquired this pick in the twenties, they say, "Hey, we have another chance at PG. Have they, have we have they, a chance at Ricky. Have they hinted? How about this? Though? Let's go for a, a, small, a small forward, power forward, or a center. Have they hinted center. anything like that though? Uh, I mean, it's it's so early, and it depends. You know, if you read Ian Begley or you follow ESPN or you I, follow, I'd be reluctant. This, if I, I'd be reluctant for them because I I think nobody really talks about it, but like. KP is forever in his career going to be in between a power forward and a center. Mm-hmm. He's always going to be in between, between the four and the five, and never really ever going to be able to defend either of them. I think. Okay. And I mean, he's a, he's a decent rim protector, but like one on one, he's kind of yeah. Weird. He can't really his footing is just a little yeah. off. Sometimes. And I don't think he'll ever change. That's fine. Like he could still yeah. make a great career on what he is if he just like you know capitalizes on what he is. But like 
That's going to really screw us up on the fours and fives. I don't know if we need a small forward right now. What I really think, what I really think we need is a shooting guard. And we've never, we've drafted quite a few on the team for the past couple of years. You know, the Tim Hardaway's, the Iman Chumperts of the world. And they've been good players in the NBA. They've, been, they've been NBA players. And we don't really just, like, you know, let that happen. You know, like, Courtney Lee I like, but he's, really, he's a really good bench player. Right. In my opinion. That's, he's a really good bench player. That's, he's, he's, he's a starter if he's in the rotation, but he's a good bench player. He's a, yeah, he, he can change a bench rotation. Around. And I think this is the actually interesting one that I thought of earlier today. Uh, a guy who I thought wouldn't be a great fit on the Knicks, I'm actually having a little bit of a change of heart about, and that's Malik Monk. So when I thought about Malik Monk when the draft first came around... He's a wing wing player. We need a wing player. When the draft first came around, I said, I want Darren Fox. He's a point guard. He's a facilitator. He's going to be able to be a defender. And then I thought, you know, if the Knicks grab a guy like Malik Monk, a guy who can spread the floor, who can shoot, who can get hot... If you get Monk, you have to get Rubio, in my opinion. Or something like that, right? Yeah, we have that. But then... I'll get to that in a second. Let me me go on Monk for a second. No, it's okay. So I thought about that that sim- similarity there. So then you get Monk. You, maybe we do this Portland trade. We have Harkless in the rotation as well, and Courtney Lee, who can defend a little bit, who can do that. He becomes that punch in the in the backcourt. It's a much better fit than I expected. But then I think about the defensive end, where we struggle so much already. Malik Monk is a six three two guard. He's not guarding two, not a good two in the league. Not he, he's probably not even guarding good point guards in the league. I you and that's you, where... I think you told me you got sold on, the, on, on Malik Buck. That's, yeah, that's where I'm still stuck, though. That's where I'm still stuck. Offensively, I, lo- I, I was like, no. And then I remembered what he really is. A spark plug, sharp shooting, athletic, momentum swinging offensive player. He can make a play that can inspire the whole team to step up their game. That's how explosive he can be offensively. But then you look at a 6'3 guy... Who's too small to defend a real good two in the league? It gets a little bit tougher to take him, but I think it's more likely than I thought a couple weeks ago. Is my main point. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting uh, when this finals ends, which it could be tonight. It could be in a couple days. We don't really know. Um, I the draft wait. talks I will start. We'll start bumping up. This podcast is so NBA heavy. I couldn't care less about it. I can't wait for it's over. Can I tell you a little um, story from my Friday night? No. I met a friend of mine who said he said only no. listens. I said no. I don't care. He said he only listens to the, <laughs> the NBA, NBA podcast. Talks? Yeah. He only listens to the NBA oh, ones. Wow, you met that one person that validates your statement? Wow, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> wow, Pete. You showed me. That's one more person that told me he didn't. Yeah. Well, I didn't I realize, like, you know, like people who go to Yankee and Met games in this town. Guess not. Guess, you know, like the Giants are a like, successful team in this town. I mean, it's not football season. Let's be real. Always football season. That's true. It's also. never not football. What a stupid thing you just said. <laughs> it's never not football season. I, no, was, this is... I, was, I was watching the Yankee game. It was on Fox yesterday. And they were playing the... And my buddy was in the room. And he was like, I can't hear that music. It, like, it's bothering me that it's not football season. Yeah. I, it, that music just brings you right back to... Well, for me, I'm a, I'm a big red zone guy. Love my red zone on Sunday. Obviously, if the Giants oh, are on... because you don't support your team. No, if the Giants are on, I watch the Giants. Because you only care about the national stuff. I like you. You don't have a team. You 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 are you're so fair weather. You'll just like root for whatever team in first. <laughs> Why don't you just pick a side? Pick a side. You say dude. it like I'm rooting for these. Pick teams. a side. Who who am I rooting for in this in the NBA finals? Do you know? I don't know, LeBron, because you're an idiot. Not true. I'm rooting for Warriors and six. That's what I picked before the season the series started. <laughs> I, I, I want Warriors and five, and I think I'm pretty accurate. You're gonna be pretty close, and uh, we'll see what happens. I guess, but hey, make your pick: Warriors or Cavs Monday night. Um, I don't know. Bullet in my brain. 
Bullet in your brain. I, I'll take... For, for minus 300? My pick will be two bullets in your brain for plus 400. Okay. Well, uh, it's funny when I did, but then you did. Well, <laughs> uh, this is the Sports Blog New York Podcast. <laughs> Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode today. Do you have any closing statements? No. I'm really saying the leftovers is over. I'm glad you said you had no closing statements and then gave a closing yeah. statement. Well, uh, no closing statements about sports. Um, Aaron Judge is kind of dope, but like, it's really affecting me that the leftovers is done. Uh, the leftovers for me is not done, so I'm three episodes behind. Uh, dude, I'm emotionally drained. It's not coming back. Like, like my emotions are just gone. And that's an emotionally draining show in and of itself. Oh, like and if it's that if it's that draining after it's over, damn, I got some episodes to watch. What was that, like a week and a half ago, like two weeks ago? Like I just can't get over it. Like it's it, like I was just thinking about it at work the other day. I'm like, huh, this is not gonna get better. Like <laughs> I'll never really know about things. <laughs> to you listeners who uh, are still here at the fifty six minute mark, we're about to end up. But I will say this: I'm gonna give Alex a shout out. He has recommended a fair share of shows to me in his day, and. He does a pretty good job with shows. I think you do. You do. You like some good That's TV. It. Appreciate you, it. And you've inspired me to watch some of my favorite shows. And The Leftovers was probably the one that you were like, hands down, this is the best show I've ever freaking watched. I love it. You're gonna love it. I literally have no doubt in my mind that you're gonna like it. And it was fantastic. It is amazing. It makes you like, it makes you hurt and happy and pissed and yeah. uh, the emotions are next level in that show. Uh, and I got three episodes left, so I have a lot. I have a lot to go through. As a guy, like like you know, like guys don't. I don't know most normally but like that gets it out of me now. It's like, <laughs> you know, like we're just like you know hands out of pants like drink a beer like we're dudes you know dude, guys being dudes that is know? correct <laughs> well hopefully you enjoyed the show I'm Peter Kennedy Alec Argento have a good one enjoy the finals tonight and maybe next time you hear from us the finals will be over hopefully but if it's not we'll be talking about oh my it God, I'll blow my brains out don't do it NBA just Adam Silver fix it <laughs> <laughs>